Welcome back to the Potterack Show, where we talk sports, gambling, and random shit. But don't take us too seriously. Oh, I... oh yeah, you already mm. opened it. Um... Mm. Hey, everyone. Hey. Just radio silence? You don't yeah, well, I don't know. I, just... <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, hey, I got a question for you. So, uh, I'll ask you two questions. One, do you like the sound of your voice? Nah. Do you like the sound of your laugh? No, I told you that. Okay. I couldn't remember if we talked about that or not. Yeah. Okay. I... You know what I don't like? This chair. You should get the chair I got. I should get the chair that Dad gave me that's in my room right now. How fast do you think I can do that? I, I don't know, like over under 25 seconds maybe? You tell me go. Okay. Wait. Go. Oh god. Oh god. Oh, time. Oh, time. Uh, that was 18 seconds. Okay. Okay. I think I took out the door. Oh, but... yeah, no. <laughs> took out the door. Phone went down. Door went down. But... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what's actually funny? I did actually think about maybe we start a segment where, <laughs> where like, I ask you, let's just say a question, and I say, um, like, something could be, like... Oh, this is way better, and it doesn't squeak. Yeah. What, uh, I don't know. Like, who is, if... Hmm. How do I want to put this? Pooh Bear. Who, yeah, if you, if I was to say, like, you know, who would be your second team you'd root for, who would be the second team you'd root for outside of the Vikings, and you leave the room, I don't tell everyone, I think he's going to say the Carolina Panthers, and you come in, I say, hey, so what was your pick? Sure. It sounds kind of lame, but I thought of it in the car. I was just like, oh, maybe the steam, it could be in there somewhere, but then maybe think about that when you just left the room and then you came back. And, right, right, but right, right, right. Anyway, um, hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> got lots of good stuff for today. So we want to thank Jackson for coming on last week. That oh, was yeah. awesome, talking about hockey with him. Uh, he roughed his two games last weekend. We got to hang out for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, it'd been a while since I'd seen him, which we, of course, got to talking about. And that's just... Unfortunately, it is something that bothers me a lot more that when you're outside of college, it is just one of those things where when I was in college and when you're in high school, you're almost a little bit naive on thinking like, I'll be able to see so-and-so or I'll be able to talk to so-and-so. And it's just one of those things where you know, it's – and what I like a lot is that with technology it makes you feel like you're closer with someone right. than when you're actually there with them so like for instance like whenever when i saw daniel like whenever i see jaeger it feels like no time has passed so when i saw jackson it's like obviously it's it a lot felt of time shorter than how long it actually had been when he told me talk. i was like really and it wasn't like i don't not talk to jackson yeah. I, don't, I don't talk to jackson probably once every two months but it's kind of like more than that 
Right. Like exactly. But yeah. but when I saw him, it wasn't like a, oh shit, like what the fuck? And like it wasn't like I was like, yeah, it's been like fucking forever. I was yeah. kind of like, really I didn't see you like last year, like two years ago. It feels like I just saw you. And yeah. then it's like, no, okay, well, how you doing? What's up? Like let's get to rolling. How so it's one of those things where I guess. You never really think about it when you get older that sometimes that just kind of happens when you work a job and you only have this limited vacation stuff you do and when people move and people who you're like you're not like best friends with but you're really close to and or like that you would consider maybe a best friend yeah, but it's just yeah. it's not saying Jackson it's, I'm saying just in general though people yeah. that you know in life that just you're like man I wish I could see them more it's like but either they're wherever or like stuff like that it's just it's uh, and also he did also remind me though it's one of those things where it's always nice to reach out to people who maybe don't see you as often to reach out to them every once in a while whether it's a 30 minute phone call or whatever yeah no but yeah no it was great seeing him though so it was awesome hang out for a little bit he refed so yeah, I'm assuming he did a good job yeah probably I don't know um, but yeah so uh, how's your week I know you got kids are off tomorrow but you're not yeah I had two of my knuckleheads out on Monday Tuesday so that was kind of nice um, but, uh, I gotta be honest, I left work kind of pissed today because of, uh, I, I'm going to share the story to the, to the listeners that, um, so I, I called you before and told you like, you know, that there was some buzz around wanting to start a team at the high school based on this, someone that I had worked with. And that I would become like a, one of the frisbee coaches, frisbee like coaches. the frisbee coach for that high school. Yeah. So I had a conversation uh, last night with uh, a guy named Joe, who is the husband of the lady that I work with, and he basically was the founder of Chisel. Yeah. Like. Yep. The. He he's like I remember seeing your name. Yeah. Right. Chisel right. It's like Chicago. Illinois High School yeah. Ultimate League, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, something, whatever. Um, so, and he coaches at Geneva, uh, and I, you know, I have the book in my room, taking all the notes, just kind of picking his brain. He's kind of telling me about it. He's, you know, telling me, you know, sends me, like, he sends me, like, <clears throat> basically, like, the email packet of, like, okay, here are the waivers, here's everything that you would need, like, you know, this is kind of how you would start it, blah, blah, blah. Like, so now I'm getting more and more into it. I'm getting like, yeah, okay. Like, this is the season. Season's from April to late May. State tournament is June 4th. Mm-hmm. You know, your your squad would be in Burlington, but, you know, we'd have games on Wednesdays in Geneva, so it's only 20 minutes away, about 5 o'clock, so I could leave perfectly. You know, then you just have to worry about practices on Monday, Tuesday, now I'm starting to think about like, all right, how am I going to run practices? Things like that. Like really getting like, yep. Thinking about it more. So I draft this email and I, I'm going to read it because I draft the email to, cause I want you to hear like what I say, what I was, cause I'm now, now like, all right, now my next step is to reach out to the athletic director, athletic slash activities director at the high school. Right. Like oh. my next step is now like I have to get my foot in the door. Right, so we had this conversation. Now I'm like, all right, this is what I, all the information I have. Hey, oh, I thought the high school was interested in something like that. No, it was 
Joe is like, hey, I, I know that this school does not have a team. Oh. They can join our league. Oh, okay. You just be, you can just be the head coach there. Right. This is everything that you need. This is everything you need to know. Like, gotcha. we are willing to absorb you. Like, gotcha. Like, I'm there. Right. I'm, like, yep. Yep. I'm there now. Gotcha. So now I'm reaching out the athletic director. So I sent and John, which if you remember, he is my coworker. Mm-hmm. Right. Gets all the free shit. Yeah. <laughs> He is, his mentor used to be Kim, used to be my boss. I had a falling out. He's not being hired for next year because blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So he changed mentors to that athletic director. So I'm thinking, okay, he's probably not like, he's a fine guy. Sure. Maybe whatever. Never talked to him before. Yep. Draft him this email and I put John in on the email. Hey Steve, this is Josh Patrick over at HBT. I teach fifth grade and work with John Grobner. For the past week, I have been in communication with Joe Shane about starting an Ultimate Frisbee Club at the high school. Joe is the founder of the Chicago High School Ultimate League, Chisel, and he and I have been talking about the logistics of putting together a team at Central High School. I have eight years of Ultimate experience between high school, college, and two years of professional Frisbee playing for the Minnesota Windchill. Where I need your help and potentially where John can help is getting the program slash club approved and up and running. Now, that tidbit was like, John is needing hours for his master's program. And he was thinking, well, I could help get this program running and that could count towards my, like, like he had to help in administration. So if he, like, kind of helps me, which really wouldn't even be that much. He's like, I could just count it as like coaching or whatever it would be like whatever. Uh-huh. So that's why I included him. So uh, I would love to put up flyers and see if I can create some buzz around the school to try and feel a team this year and for years to come. I'm not asking for any funding, but the students will have to pay for uh, league fees, jerseys, etc. The faster I can get this up and running, the better, but I understand you have a lot on your plate as spring sports are starting up again. All waiver forms have been sent to me by Joe. I attached the Geneva waiver in this email as a reference for you. The season is from April to late May, and the state tournament is June 4th weekend. Is the June 4th weekend? I would love to get practices going by March 14th if possible. Let me know if you have an opportunity to meet or chat about this opportunity. John mentioned you were you were his mentor, and he was going to see if they could add hours to his master's class. So multiple like talking points within what I said, right? Between John, between clearly I have interest in in starting this program. Right? Clearly I yep. covered all of my bases. I sent the waivers. He doesn't have to do anything, right? At this point, what does he really have to do other than say yes? Or like hey, this year's not going to work, but you know, why don't we try to get this going next like, you know, Okay, yep. He sends an email back. Sounds like a Finn idea, but we're gonna but we're not Finn because he clearly misspelled fun. Sounds like a Finn idea, but we're gonna we're not adding in any new clubs at this time since we're currently setting the table to add four new clubs and sports next year. Okay. Which is in my mind and what some of my other colleagues were thinking was kind of a bullshit response like a poorly worded one sentence response to my email basically just that was it no 
like no hey how's it going no nothing just literally that was it after my email I've clearly like I wasn't like some schmo like starting to set this up like I've clearly invested time into this so when I email him back can I ask what the process of adding a club looks like and how long that like to be even considered and he said it would have to be a huge interest by the student body and this comes from the yearly interest form and that's it so I was like that's fucking dumb like you're telling me you have one yearly interest form and you need a huge student like right you need it, it, student interest how the hell would you get a niche club started how the hell would you get a chess club or a lacrosse or like a other club started within your school if you need a quote huge you know so then I email the principal over there at the high school and I CC the other guy so he actually sees that I email the principal because I'm like okay well I need more answers and this guy's clearly not going to give it to me because every email I send him he's one sentence period done is there more emails than what you just said or than those two that then you then emailed the principal just that okay so then I say I to the principal fifth grade teacher HBT I inquired about starting an ultimate frisbee club at the high school I was informed the clubs are only started through a yearly interest form and they need high demand to be added. I have been in contact with the president of Joe Shane at Geneva High School about adding us to their division. <clears throat> I would love to know how I could spread the word about forming this club. If clubs are based solely on one interest form and high demand, then I would like to see if there is any way to spread the word about Ultimate Frisbee. At the very least, would you... At the very least, you would need 10 students, only 7 players needed to field a team, and a few subs. I think there would be some interest if I could spread the word. So now I'm kind of just like, fuck this guy. Let, let me try to get that interest because I know in that high school, the large high school right next door, there is bound to be 15 to 20 kids who are going to at least show up to some, like, I would I would bet there'd be ten to fifteen actually that would show up to like a frisbee practice and that's all I need. So I don't know. We'll see where it goes from there. But yeah, I uh, I agree with you on about everything you said as far as like with the emails and shit. Because if that's as far as the first email, the only thing I thought of was is with with his response was I go. We probably, like, I know how I would have responded, but I know that that's not how most people do respond to those type of emails where they almost just hit you with a straightforward answer. However, his answer was still almost in a way of, like, I would have almost rather have had the guy say if I was him and be like, I appreciate your interest in wanting to start something here. Unfortunately, we are not interested in something like that right now. We will let you know if we find like that's something that we're interested in the future. Because here's the thing, because sure. in the end, if he's... A, if he's in charge, the only thing though is that I'm assuming you don't know exactly what his job is. You can have well, an the idea. athletic director. I know, but I mean like what that it what that entails and what paperwork that can look like for getting a club started at a high school. I have no idea what that looks like. You probably have to have a high school teacher also be present, or no? You nope. it can ju it can just be you. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's only I didn't know because I knew at Wabonzi that's what it was. You well, I guess to, you had to have it. You had to have a, a teacher. 
who would be there for supervision purposes. Well, uh, now, I'm I, not sure, I guess, with that high school, how that would work. So that's the only thing I was thinking of was like, now he but also didn't again, get that answer though. Right, that's what I was, no, in my mind, thing. I'm was, like, I gave, okay, I totally understand he could, like, like him saying no. I'm not upset with him saying no. I'm upset with the way he responded, saying, that sounds Correct. fun. I think that was all that I was trying to think That sounds fun, like, but we're doing this. How about, yeah, give that, me a little yeah, bit was, more. Yeah, that was a bit of like a, like a dickish response of, that sounds fun. Like, but instead of just saying like, hey, listen, hey, I Mr. appreciate, Potter, like, like I see you put a lot of effort here to show. I like, you know what? But I, right now we're we got these other clubs coming in, so we can't exactly add that to our plate right now. But here's how you could do this, or like you correct, know like because I it's not like here's the thing. I blew up a bias here, but I think ultimate frisbee is a great sport for people to get active, to be out there. Whether you're good, not great. We played on a team for the first two years I was there. We were great. But people had fun being out there in practice. We weren't the best, but people had fun being out there. You got yeah. to go run around. Like, you're not necessarily saying I want to form a team that's gonna fucking win nationals. You're like, I well, just think not, this could be a great opportunity yeah. for kids to be able to get outside, be active, and if they don't feel like they want to play soccer it, and basketball, right. and, but um, the fact that that it was just like there's nothing else there, like there's nothing else to help you out. It's kind of like. I also felt like I was very clear with my email that I didn't need a lot of from him. Mm-mm. Like, you know, it was like I, I yeah, very clearly was like, I, I felt like I was clear in the sense that like, I don't need funding from you. I don't need really much from you. I just need to know like, can I hand out a flyer to say, hey, you know, you missed the tryouts for baseball. You know, you play a, you play a winter sport, you play a fall sport. Come out and try this, you know. Come out on this March fourteenth. See if you like it. Come for another practice. If you want to stick around that next week, and you want to sign up for the team, it's through USAU. It's mm-hmm. like you know. It, oh yeah. It, it's no, like I don't the like his responses were like, give me the time of the give me the time of day, guy. Like. I understand you probably got a lot to do, but like, I don't know. Like my email was very like, and I did, I did my research. I, I sought like, yeah, this out, you know, like it wasn't like I was just like, Hey man, I'm looking to start this club. Can I do it? Like, you, right. I right. clearly showed like, yeah, like that, that I like put in, found that yeah, did all the stuff that he would need if he would ask you questions. It wasn't like, oh, I don't know. Let me go look into that. Like, it, like I have a I credible, yeah, I have a credible player on my side in Joe that he is literally the creator of this of Chisel, which is what pretty much every Illinois high school runs through is Chisel. Yeah, like if you are. And it's like, I don't know. It it, I'm really hoping that that principal gets back to me and I can get at least some more answers because, like I said, yeah, it it's definitely very late notice. So to say this this club, like it would be a dream if the club was able to start and form by April to be in this. But at least maybe going into next year, saying like, hey, you know, let's get. 
let's field like you know let's get flyers out there let's I don't know yeah I, it just I don't know yeah no I, I I see what you mean so that that that's what kind of rubbed me the wrong way today it was like that's how I ended my day I was kind of like man and then I had a conversation with Neil I think I've told you about him he's the PE teacher been there since 96 super fucking cool dude he's he as soon as I said he's like yeah that's not surprising at all he's like that guy's a jackass like <laughs> he's like he so Neil's background is in like like clubs like or not clubs um like camps you mm-hmm. know like he's a PE he's a PE teacher but I think he's like he's like I've always ran camps like he's like that's kind of just what I did like I was just running camps and shit like that he's like the the gym he's like I would know he's like no one uses it in the time that he, one time he was like going to use the gym for a club and you know you obviously have to mm-hmm. pay for that or like you know whatever but he's like wanting he has to use that gym for his club or for like a, a, like whatever mm-hmm. the athletic director then that the same guy said that he could for two hundred dollars a day and he's like so we went to Caneland and they were like 20 bucks like or like how like yeah like, like it was like he's like the guy's just a jackass like they got like they have the, they had this they just put in this like huge facility uh in the high school and some of our teachers were like hey can we like use or two of our my teammates were like can we use the track to like run in the morning before work and he was like basically just kind of blew him off kind of like <laughs> no right yeah well that I don't know well um so I might go start a frisbee team at Hampshire which is the rival high school if this doesn't go through you never know <laughs> there you go alright well unfortunately that is I have dealt with the the people who are when you're in college and high school and you meet people who are dicks, well, when you go in the real world, you meet a grand scheme of them because you meet a lot well, more it's of a, them. It's a power, like, uh, the power gets them, I feel uh, like. Uh, How's your week, well, though? I, I stole a lot of that. Yeah, no, I'm not going to – I want to get into all of our stuff. We got a lot of okay. stuff I wanted to get to. No, my week's fine. I'm going through – it's our busy time right now, so I don't really have – I mean, I've been – Busy? Just busy, but uh, good – but it's not. It hasn't been like over. Like I haven't been stressed or anything. Like I have the last few months. But um, so you do you want to talk about it? Or you don't. No, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I just says yeah. It's been it's been good though. Um, but what I am excited about though, outside of work, is that once we're done, I think there's there's gonna be a lot of good stuff looking forward to. Especially the fact that March Madness is coming upon us. We've got playoffs for the NBA and NHL will be starting in like late April. Um, unfortunately, the one thing I wasn't touch on to start us off is baseball can't get their shit together. But then yeah, again, Manfred I don't blame, a... but I don't blame the players here. But Manfred's also staying out of it, which I think is good that he's not stepping in on one side or the other because he technically represents the owners as a commissioner, but he's not he's not necessarily on the side of the owners. He's just kind of staying in the middle. Because that's what Roger Goodell does. Roger Goodell is the commissioner of the owners. Because he doesn't really represent the players 
but the owners can collectively fire the commissioner. So mm-hmm. it's like he's the commissioner of baseball, but he also is like staying out of the situation. But kudos to the players because they are sticking their ground, and the and the owners basically did a whole like, if we don't have a deal, you guys don't get paycheck, so let's do it now. And they were like, nope, we're good. We're not taking this deal. And so now I think that the owners – because now there's an involuntary meeting happening today, which is mm. the first time it's happened. And I think now what's happening is the owners are realizing, oh, shit, okay, they actually are wanting to stay their ground here. And if this happens for long enough, they're almost saying, fuck it, like, we don't – fine, we'll miss a month of paychecks, but you guys lose out on – you guys care more about money than we do with the billions you guys all make. And – well, you guys can. They're come also. Up with a they deal are us. sacrificing a lot more. Be- Who? The owners, or I guess not sacrificing, losing a lot more. Yes. Because I would say because the players, technically the minor league players, are the ones who are getting hurt the most now versus. Well, absolutely, but like, owners. but well, the owners still have to pay, like field fee like I'm sure that you know whatever they have to yeah. pay for like the field and like oh yeah all those employees I mean, property I, taxes and stuff they get pay on their I mean, steam oh yeah no I all the revenue that I, they aren't making now correct is, to help out with their bottom line they're not making that revenue so um I do hope they do come to something because I do think that what the players right now, now the biggest thing is because of what Well, I'm just thinking, like, how do their players' contracts work? So, like, are is any player still getting paid, or are they only paid for the... Like, do they get paid yearly, or is it, like, you get paid through the season, and then once the season ends, it's, like, you don't get paychecks, but you got that $12 million in... It's just... I, I'm pretty sure it works the same way. It, from what I know from, from football, is your game checks. Game checks. So you get game checks in baseball. Yeah. As well, just the game checks are obviously a lot smaller because you play so many games. Right. So your game checks. Are so they're really so. not getting any money. They're just not getting money when they don't like on the off season, right? It's all like yeah. yeah. From what I from what I, I don't, I kind of look into it a little bit more, but yeah, from what I know, correct. So like right now, what they're not getting is they're not getting. The, well, the only reason why I ask is because like, I'm then assuming. Don't play, don't pay. So like. Correct. Right. Like so, Max Scherzer just signed a huge contract. He's not with, getting with a t- He's not getting a lick. He's that not getting until. paid for right, right now. Right. Which right. also why players aren't signing contracts. Like Carlos Correa isn't signing a contract right now because he's like, there's no point if I sign it. We don't play a season this year. I don't get paid for it. Right. So you know, it's kind of like, uh, yeah. So they're discussing that. So hopefully by the time in the next couple of weeks we can figure that out and or they can figure that out. See what happens with 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 the uh, with the league. Although also like the players are like. There's also a sense of, all right, like right now it's just spring training. Like right. Opening day isn't even till April. the first of April. Yeah. So it's like there's we're at what like the fifth third right now. So yeah. they're like, okay, so if you have to move the season back because they're like, well, we're gonna have to cancel games now. And they're like, okay. okay, and technically it's only the first series of games right now has been canceled. Oh really? So the first four games of the start of the season have been canceled. Huh. So it's instead of playing 162, playing 158. Okay. How come they already canceled them? That's what uh, because there's not enough time to be able to, for the season to start because they're not going to start the season like if they were to start it 
uh, they said like they they're still going to go through the spring training and shit like that. Correct. They're not going to have players walk in the door and then a week later they're playing against the team. There is going to be a process of they come back, they get acclimated with the team. There's still a free agency somewhat period for players to still go sign, like Carlos Correa. Right. And that, like, there's a small spring training. It's maybe, just everything or, that's happened is paused. So then correct. once it goes back, it's but just... But they're going to shorten spring training now. If, if when the season does start, they will shorten spring training, which I think the players have already said that they wanted in the first place. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. Because the season's already so long as it is. Yeah, it's like... And gonna... so they're like, into their mind, they're like, okay, 140 games is fine with us. Owners, 140 games means they lost out on 20 games of selling beer and hot dogs. Right. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. You know, and I always... Th- I've thought about that, and it's like... They're so used to that that they're not going to want to... Like, we talk about the NBA is talked about shortening that season. Season, the MLB is talking about shortening their shortening their se- shortening their season. And I think that they should. But how the hell would that affect? Like, I don't think that they will. The NFL just expanded their season. I don't know. When's the last? I I can't. I have to think. When's the last time a league shortened their season? If anything, they've just been expanding it. I don't see if a team goes from 164 games to 130 games. I am assuming, knowing how with they're going to make up their money somewhere, though. It's not like they're going to say, like, all right, we'll give up 30 games, but we just didn't make revenue on those 30 games. But now where are we going to get it from? Right. Tickets are going to be higher. Uh, yeah, they're going to cost more. Like, it's going to come from somehow, Oh, somewhere. yeah, it's going to come out of our pockets if right. we ever go to a game. Right, exactly. So it's like they're not losing it. So what are you doing over there? We I'm picking up the p- stickers in here because they're pissing me off. Gotcha. All right, <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get on to some warning. <laughs> basketball and NBA stuff is kind of rolling along here. So let's touch on some M- MLB. Maybe we'll have something to update you guys next week. Maybe not. Okay. Let's college basketball. Oh yeah. So one, because I'm going to start with this topic that we were talking about last week, couldn't get to. It's about a week and a half old, but did you see Juwan Howard with the bitch slap on the assistant of Wisconsin? So do you know what the story is behind it, I guess? Yeah. It's like the timeout call. He didn't like the timeout call, and they talked about it, and he gave him a little... Well, no, he, like, the coach, like, at the handshake, like, he, if you're, like, lean forward, he, like, he, like, went like that. Like, he was like, hey, I would, like, kind of, like, I want to and for those of you who are listening, I'm grabbing Richard's right. arm, like with my left. He shook right. his hand, but he grabbed his arm, and he was kind of like, kind of like I want to like talk to you. Yeah. And Jawan hey. Howard was kind of like, I think that because he said it in an interview, or he said it in a conference that he like put his hands on him, and I was kind of like, okay, well, yes, he put his hands on you. You were heated in that moment, so oh, yes, yeah, I he- could see why somebody doing that might piss you off, but also like he's thinking in his head, hey man, I'm not. Like that hand is not uh, was not of like Aggression. malicious and malicious intent. Like it was like, hey buddy, like, cause then did you hear what the Wisconsin coach had to say? Yeah, I've heard what they both. He's like, basically like he didn't understand. Like, did he understand why I called that timeout? Because it like adds t- he like it, it like reset the play clock or, or the the shot clock yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. He was like, that's why I called the timeout. Like I don't like you know. He's yeah. Like, well, and here's. Here's my thing. It's the whole unwritten rule bullshit of the yeah. whole thing. And just with any other sport, I unwritten rules to me are ridiculous. It's the same thing when, like, 
if your team is losing by 35 points and the other team before the shot clock goes off takes a three-pointer and play defense till the end of the clock goes that's well, all I say I'm not gonna yeah. ask a team when I'm yeah. playing frisbee and then we're losing 10 to 2 don't deliberately try and not score the disc if you have an open throw that's deep and you throw it on a one field huck and you right. score, I'm not gonna be like, really, dude. You couldn't just work up the field and then go score. Like, like, no, like, like, like you throw like a yeah, like, 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 right. like a hand, like a, just then, then, I, then we should have been defense. playing defense. Yeah, like exactly. then we should have been like, I'm yeah. not gonna fault you for that. But people there are like, they don't like that stuff, and it's yeah. just like, I don't see really what you want here. It was the whole conversation like hitting on a three zero pitch. Remember yeah. with the White Sox guy? Yeah. And it was no, like, no, no, it was Tatis. Yeah, he hit on a 3-0 pitch, right? And yeah. it was like, you're not supposed to... He's like, you fucking Fuck throw it that. in the zone. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, it, it was it was, it was, was also oh, the White oh, Sox when uh, the position br- player yeah. was throwing the ball yeah. and it was like 3-0 yeah. and the guy hit on him. I'm like, no, to fucking throw it in the zone. Yeah, don't walk it. The game... You play to win the game. Yeah, I don't know. You, you play, play the game. Yeah. You play the game. If you don't if want him to do it, then don't... You decided to put a position player out of the mound. That was your fucking fault. I yeah. mean, I know you're getting your ass kicked, but then, like, we're kicking your ass. So, so here's here's the thing. In some sports, like in football, if you're up by 21 and there's four minutes left in the game. Oh, and you're yucking the ball around? Maybe you're not throwing Hail Marys and fucking go routes. and try, right. well, you're, you're running the ball a bit more. Right. But here's the thing, though. To get the first down. But if it's third and five... And oh, there's three open. and a half minutes left in the game. Yeah, I'm not going to ask the team to hand the ball. If they can run a bootleg, they can fucking throw the yeah, ball for the first get down. Get the first down and, Listen, and ice the game. I'm getting it. If, you're, if you are down by 28 points, if, if you're up by 28 and you do that. But nothing's necessarily not possible. Right. I mean, you, the other team gets the ball, score, score, onside, score, onside. I'm just saying, I understand the, the – but just then – Stop them. That's all. It just yeah, it, but until the clocks hit zero. So with that, I mean, back to the yeah. Right. I, I just thought that yeah. I mean, he he should have been I, suspended for it. I don't really know what the assistant did to to warrant a smack in the head. I don't know what he said or did. Well, no. Yeah, Jawan thought it was like a, a thing, and then the guy was then trying to like, hey man, I wasn't trying to do that, and he was trying to bring, and then all of a sudden then Jawan. No, then no, no got, but the head coach was the one who put his arm on him. I don't know why the assistant. Coach oh, got I smacked think in the head. Oh, I that I don't know. I'm assuming the assistant saw it out of context of what was going on between the rift, and then he kind of hopped in, and the guy's like, "What the fuck are you doing? This is between him and I. Now you're hopping in, saying whatever, Joe Squirrely." Some like, of the players got involved too. Did anything? Yeah, they had they got a little tussled up too. So. Did any of the players get any? I don't think so. I think it was just Juwan Howard got the five-game suspension. So it's just the rest of the season. Um, but, okay, if you were going to have it pulled up, I was hoping if you could run through what the AP poll top ten is right now, which, of course, we're talking about this, that last Saturday, six of the top the top seven six, top six teams all lost. Seven of the top ten, I think. Seven of the top ten, but the yeah. first six seeds all oh, lost. Oh, yeah, first six. First seven, six, seven of the ten. insane. It never happened before. Which is not surprising. Which not surprising for this year. I don't know who the fucking pick to win at all. I, it's like I, it's it's gonna be like I'm gonna like roll dice or pick a cards out yeah. of a hat to be like who's gonna win it because there's no clear cut team that's like yeah. you could make a case for most a teams lot of probably them. from like from like seed one to probably like seed four you could make the case. I'm looking at a home and away records. 
Kentucky, 18-0. Texas Tech, 18-0. That's nice. Um, anyway, the AP Top 10, it's Gonzaga, mm-hmm. Arizona, mm-hmm. Baylor, Duke, Auburn, Kansas, Kentucky, Purdue, Providence at 9. Yeah. And Wisconsin at 10. Which that guy in Wisconsin... He's. They're thinking he might be the AP Player of the Year. Uh, their their guard. Oh yeah. Um, it start with an, it start it start with an O. Cause I thought it was the Kansas guy who Davis. Is that his last name? Jordan Davis, something like that. Nah, he. Um, it is the uh, right now on DraftKings. I looked today. On DraftKings, it is the kid from Kansas. I believe that is the favorite right now. I didn't know that Shaq's kid was on LSU. Yeah, and I looked it up. I looked up LSU, and their record's actually pretty good. I don't know why they're not ranked. They're like he uh, twenty four and something. Oh, here we go. Uh, Oscar Tashibui. Well, Oscar Tashibui. Um, I guess they're just okay. But you know what? I am actually. I I don't know how people feel about this. Uh, damn it! Not Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> the, I don't know how people feel about this, but I always it makes me think of like okay, this is like old he play, oh he plays for Kentucky. He's he's the favorite right now to win. Mm. This is to me it's kinda like the past few years, Kansas no, Kentucky I mean North Carolina hasn't really been very good lately, but like Kentucky hadn't really been that good. Duke'cause hadn't been like that good they hadn't been like duke and even kansas kansas is always like pretty good they're they're always pretty good but like kentucky's finally now like again you know what i mean mm-hmm. like last year kentucky wasn't like that good and neither was duke north carolina's kind of gotta bring it back but when i was a kid it was like kentucky north carolina duke were like and you were a kid too like yeah, especially in the in like the 2010s yeah, I, I do like seeing like, the new teams like Auburn for some reason is not and Purdue or for some ever reason ever since uh, the 2018-2019 like they've just been fucking both those schools have just been going. like pretty and even Tennessee and I mean fuck Texas Baylor, Tech Baylor went in the Baylor, championship yeah. last year like they've been, some teams some of these teams now are starting to like really stamp themselves yeah, as well, like I, yeah I it's making a more level playing field with college basketball. It's not like the yeah. blue bloods are necessarily getting all the top recruits and everything. And they're... Gonzaga seems to be doing all right, but they're kind of like they're good, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, and they got the top recruit Chet Holmgren, who's there, and they and they still got Timothy, and um, yeah, but yeah, no, it's so so that's the top ten, and uh, and. Like we kind of been saying, I mean, I'm nervous to fill up my bracket, but it's gonna be interesting, and uh, I'm may win or lose money, but we'll see how it kind of rolls with uh, with college basketball. But Iowa State, uh, obviously, our women's team is. I'm more excited to fucking watch our women's team. We're gonna be we're projected a two or three seed in the tournament, and I'm all in for that. Iowa State and but, Iowa basketball has been good for both men's and ladies. I mean, men's, yeah, we had a rough night, but. We're like still like okay. We're we're, we're, we're still we're, gonna, we're assuming we don't. I think it's if we beat Baylor, we're definitely in. If we don't beat Baylor, 
I think we got at least win a game in the Big 12 tournament to not necessarily have us be one of those bubble teams that may or may not or have a a play-in game right. or whatever. So we'll see about we, that. Yeah, we're 20 and 10, and so that's uh, about that's about right on the cusp of right. like bubble or seven. We just gotta nine. like you said, we can't really flop in the tournament. Right. We have to we have to make it at least past the first. If you lose in the second, you had a like buzzer beater loss or like right or a close game, and then at the end maybe team. they pulled away by about five or six points, but you were competitive the whole game. It wasn't like right. But yeah, you're right. If we beat Baylor, we're in at Baylor, March fifth. Yeah, Saturday. Hell yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No. So uh, that was kind of I had for college basketball though, because I for we run the field. We're gonna we got next. Week it'll be conference tournaments and then the next Thursday it's it'll be after selection show so two weeks from now it'll selection be, show is the thirteenth yep so it's a week from this Sunday mm-hmm. and then two weeks from today it'll be the start of the tournament although technically it starts on the Wednesday before yeah. Tuesday and Wednesday before but like Thursday yeah. when's the start for us that's gonna be fun I have uh, oh yeah I have my kids kind of they're starting to get jazzed up about it I. My new drawing is the March Madness logo. Put a couple leprechauns and. I thought about playing that. Uh, oh, I'm totally. Oh yeah. Oh, when we get our brackets out, like. <laughs> we're gonna watch some highlights. Oh. We're gonna get all amped. We're gonna get into it. Onions. <laughs> it's got onions. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think they're in. Man, man. <laughs> God oh, damn it. I can't wait. Hello, friends. And then just... Onions! <laughs> that is so fucking funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have, Kim walks into my room, and we're just fucking watching Marsh Madness highlights. <laughs> what the hell's going on in here? Oh, we're just getting amped for the uh, show. <laughs> don't tell Monkey. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Um, fuck. Well, because then obviously, like, it's always great to see like Grant Hill's gonna make a couple calls. Reggie Miller usually does one, and like, uh, I think um, CBS will also have uh, Brad Nessler is gonna be rolling in, making some calls, and uh, so it'll be. I'm that's I'm just pumped. Yeah. Thursday, the the first weekend is like the best. After that, it's always always it, games are also good. After that, but yeah. man, just that first initial weekend, uh-huh. there's nothing like it. Games on games. Oh, it's, it's just, just like, where I got okay. This one's about to end. I remember last year. It's gonna happen again this year. Um, like the game started when I was still like at work, and mm-hmm. I can't watch it while I'm at work. So I was like. Like, we created our brackets, but I still was, like, updating on my phone. And, I, like, every once in a while, I was looking at my phone, and I was like, you know. One of the one of the students, she was a big Florida fan. So I was like, oh, Florida's up right now. Oh, you know, like. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I, like no, it's, it was for me at work, obviously. Like, I, I'm at Thursday, I'll be at work. Friday, I fucking work from home. So. Move my mouse a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be... Uh, I might, I'm, I'm pumped. I might actually right. spend some time at the town and... Oh, TV. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Alright, so now, once they get drafted, they go to the NBA. Um, which one we're going to do next. That was my uh, segue. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, 
So we're going to uh, talk about All-Star Weekend. All I really want to talk about, though, is the dunk contest. <laughs> Did you watch it? Yeah. It sucked. It fucking blew. <laughs> and I... I think it's tough because people say, like, well, we've seen everything. I got to say, though, when Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, the year before, that that was, like, one of the best contests we've seen, that was the same narrative that was done the year before because they changed it up over a point where it was, like, he had teammates in the dunk contest when it was, like, John Wall was in it with, like, I think Paul George. And the year before, when it was, like, Victor Oladipo was in it before Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine in 2016. They were, like, seeing the same stuff. I don't think they should get rid of the dunk contest. I do think because of the league nowadays, maybe the three-point contest is what you have late at night because that was fucking... Yes. I was locked and loaded. This is what I have to say. After you said, uh, like, seeing everything, why not, like... Like, some of them were good dunks because they are hard. They're good dunks. So, like, why not... Like, who cares if you try to fucking redo one? If you do another one and you actually successfully do it, you know, like, if you blow the candle out as you, like, fucking dunk it off the back, like, like, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, some of those are actually, like, hard because they were... I know. I know that they want, like, you to be innovative... No, but like some of them, they when you want- bounce it off the side of the backboard and you windmill it, it's like, yeah, those are hard. So do yes. it. Yes. Even if it was done before, like, yes, it's no, I still agree. exciting. I, I do think is it is a little bit unfair that I think it's okay if you would give a dunk a 50 and if he doesn't make it on his first try, you give it a 49. I don't think that a dunk, if you don't make it on your first try, but it's a tough dunk, that then you should be it should be like a forty, like Evan or a nine, forty-five. Evan gives it nines because you didn't make it on your first try. I do think the whole first try thing is like, I get it. You want to be perfect, yeah. but like, if it's a tough dunk, because like it happened to Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard yeah. missed the dunk, and then he came back to the exact same dunk, but he nailed it, and he got a fifty. And I think that, like, sometimes... Now, Shaq is notorious for it. But, like, I think that there should be a point where it's... Now, they didn't have anything of 50s that night. I mean, it wasn't... Yeah, it fucking but, sucked. Now, also, they need... Good dunkers. If you're the NBA, you gotta have, like... You gotta have better dunkers that are gonna be in it. Now, you also... Now, that it's... Dude, when, like, one guy they, put on, like, the... To get, like, he put on, like, Tim's. Uh, yeah, like, that okay. was, uh, uh... Cole Anthony, right, I think? Yeah. Put on the Tim's. And, and then he just, like, dunked just, it but normally. Also, like, those guys, if you're not... To me, like, I know sports a little bit. If you're a somewhat casual fan, you're thinking, like, wait, why isn't, like, John Moran in this? Or why isn't, like, uh... I wonder if they just declined, though. It, they did. Yeah. They have, If you're the NBA, there's no way you didn't ask yeah. those players, would you like to be in the dunk contest? And then they said, like, I didn't get... Because if, if that came out that I didn't get asked, they would get torched. Now, unless it was... That they like, because I've noticed year after year they're trying to get like young players to do it. Year after year, it's they, like a young kid who's kind of like not really known. That's true, but but like Zach Levine when he like, he was when he like first was in it, he was a very good in game and could and he had high hops and could dunk. These other guys were in it this year, like they weren't like known yeah. to be like high yeah. flyer dunkers. Yeah. Like at least when Derrick Jones was in it, he was known to be a fucking could jump high and could. Yeah, even and the guy from the, the Wolves that uh Anthony. Yeah. Uh 
Yeah, the uh, he 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 could have been fucking number one, the insane. number one guy, yeah. right? Yeah, the, he was number one pick, I think, right? Yeah, oh, I don't know. He could have been insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bulls are gonna lose. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh. Um. But yeah. So. Okay. So speaking of the Bulls, though, I was gonna run through here really quickly, just the tops in the East and the West, and I had a couple things here for you to kind of touch it. Do we? Did this last week? No, we did the NHL. That's right. Okay, so in the Ooh. in the East, you've got the Miami Heat, the Bulls, 76ers, the Bucks, Cleveland, and Boston. That's your top six. Yeah. By the way, Boston at at six is only four and a half back of the number one seed. It's yeah. a very tight race oh, in yeah. the East. The seven, eight, nine, and ten are as follows: the Raptors, the Nets, the Hornets, and the Hawks. Or for the play-ins, um, Brooklyn. I'm not surprised. Something like Kevin Durant's not coming back. Obviously, with the 76ers, James Harden's been playing really well. Joel Embiid is the favorite to win the MVP this year. Um, I think 76ers haven't lost yet with James Harden in the lineup. He's also hit the over, and they've covered the spread in his first three games so far. Oh wow! He's scored over in his points and also has covered the spread. Oh wow! Um, but yeah, I mean the Bulls are just—they're I mean, playing really well this year, and DeMar DeRozan uh, is quietly MVP. Yeah. MVP conversation probably. Will win I said it. ooh because tomorrow night Bulls Bucks six thirty ESPN. Ooh, that could be good. Yeah, that could be good. Um, so uh, that that's that is the East, and in the West you've got uh, one through six. Is the Phoenix Suns, Golden State, Memphis, Utah, Dallas, and Denver? Uh, the difference between Denver and and Phoenix 14. is fourteen games. Golden State is seven as the two seed is seven back of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Phoenix is just fucking yeah rolling fifty and twelve. Right yeah, yeah, they are just yeah they're doing very well right now. And I think Chris Paul is still out and but uh, they're doing pretty. I'll do although I do not like the Suns right now though. What? Uh, gee, I'm glad you asked. Mm. So, last night, I was up a little bit later than normal. Game started at 9. Halftime was about 10.15. I didn't watch it, but I put a bet down on the game. Because I saw that they were playing against, um, I believe it was the Tim... No, not Timberwolves. Portland. Was it Portland? The Blazers. Wednesday. Yep, last night. They played against the Blazers. So I put a bet down. And I put down for... Michael Bridges to score over 16.5 points, DeAndre Ayton to have over 10.5 rebounds, and Cameron Johnson to have over 4.5 rebounds in the game. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, halftime rolls around, and I go, okay, let me see where my players are at. Michael Bridges, 15 points at half. I go, what okay. Need? I need it. 16, I needed 16 and a half. I need 17 points. <laughs> DeAndre Ayton had eight rebounds at half. I go, okay, he just needs three more rebounds, second half. Okay. Cameron Johnson had four rebounds at half. I went, okay, I just need them to just do exactly what they did and just do it. it literally in the third quarter. They literally, they all literally had never this. played. Yeah, I was they they say- didn't play again. 
Yeah, I was gonna say they had the same stat line as yep. I as I looked at. I it. literally woke up this morning and then I had Suns money line. Just threw it in there and gave me an extra like four bucks, right? It's like all right, no worries. Wake up tomorrow morning. I went to bed. I go, yeah, I'll wake up. It'll be yeah. kind of fun. I'll wake up. I'll say forty bucks in there. It'll be kind of nice. Fifty bucks. Nine dollar bet. Fifty bucks. Ah, right, cool. Wake up. Account didn't move. I was like, what the fuck happened? Did the game get canceled? What the fuck? Look up. All three X's and one check mark. I go. Like, did they all run into each other and get injured? Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I look it up, and I was like, you motherfucker. Because then, how I know is because JaVale McGee had eight rebounds in the game. His over-under was like, uh, what, he, yeah, he had nine rebounds. His over-under was like four. And I was like, and then Cameron Johnson had 20 points. Holiday had nine. Biombe, like, I was like, what the fuck? All the bench players, like, clearly they just sat. Because oh, uh, what's his name didn't play? Devin Booker didn't play in the game. And they still kicked ass? And they still kicked ass by 30, and Devin Booker didn't play, and Chris Ball's been out. And they still fucking kicked ass over the Blazers. Jeez. But they also don't have Damian Lillard well, right now. Well, uh, either way. But either way, I know. <laughs> They're yeah, still an no, NBA team, no. and so they the just played scrubs. Yeah, Suns are doing well. Um, so then, after that, 7, 8, 9, and 10 in the West are the Timberwolves, the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Pelicans. Um... Or for the play-in. And, yeah, the Lakers are just poo-poo. Uh, did you just. see that the uh, Lakers and Russell mutually are agreeing to separate? Yeah, well, I'm not surprised because, yeah. I think, I think that they thought it was going to go better. I think Russ is the player that I would – he doesn't have a bad stat line. He yeah. just can't shoot from three, which – people knew he couldn't do i just was surprised when they made the trade i was like he's the lebron in the situation where he needs the ball in his hand yeah. to operate and if you make him not have the ball in his hand not really how he works in oklahoma city when they had kevin durant kevin durant could play off the ball because he's kevin durant. he can yeah. shoot from anywhere yeah. on the floor when he went to houston then they started to have a bit of a rift there because it was kind of like james harden needs the ball james harden he went to Washington. He's playing great because he had the ball and he's dishing it to Bradley Beal. Right. And now he's on the Lakers and he doesn't. Have, and then like, and he's getting booed and shit. Which I mean, he says doesn't give so a shit dumb. about. But like, it's just like I mean, it's whatever. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. So I'm not surprised by that. I think LeBron James, the GM, has got a little bit to blame there with all these moves he made and how the team's kind of been going because he definitely had a lot of influence with these players being on oh, yeah. the team. I think he is uh, somebody, uh, the Heat. It said, like, the Heat have no interest in, in LeBron coming coming to them. And somebody was like, oh, that's bullshit. And I was like, I mean, I guess. But also, like, I, I also feel like some team, like, okay. teams, would be, teams are like, like, no team would pass up an opportunity to get LeBron and... I mean, to an, it, obviously, to an extent, right? extent, it's right. not like someone's gonna be like, "All right, we want five first round picks for LeBron James." Okay, you know what? I'm actually, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read. Actually, I'm I, gonna, I'm gonna keep that. But what team in their right mind would not want to go get LeBron James? If he, no, I totally agree. Yeah. Now here's the thing. Here's here's one thing because we're gonna move oh, off Vic, the NBA because I want to ask you some. Uh, oh, oh, here it is. And if Colin Coherd's trade idea would send LeBron James to Miami, back to Miami. And it said, 
and like everybody, <laughs> everybody's just giving, everyone's giving shit to this oh, yeah. trade they, idea. They They're all just give like, Colin shit. If no, but, but says. listen to the trade idea. Heat receive LeBron. Mm-hmm. Lakers receive Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, and three first round picks. That is bananas. That is that, that's literally like that would be one of the worst trades ever. That, How would you give up Tyler Hero? Is he could be he actually could be up for six man of the year right now. Solid. Yeah. Kyle Lowry is like he's a solid. I mean, like he's a veteran. Duncan Robinson's not bad too. But three. That's literally like, like you just took away the six like, first like round pick shooters. And then you put LeBron. Like I get it. Le- would you? Would I you take? It. I get it. Though. Wait, LeBron. Back to you though. LeBron and Jimmy Butler and Bam would be a solid three people. Sure. Who's outside of those three though? You just gave up the outside of those three. I'm gonna do the same questions you asked me. Would you take Tyler Hero in the first round of this play of this draft in the NBA? Do you oh, think yeah. Tyler Hero would go first? Do you think Kyle Lowry would go in the first round? Probably. He'd be late though. Duncan Robinson, Probably. knowing what you know about him I know, yeah. now, yeah, no, yeah, like all three are going in the first round. I would argue that Duncan might go higher than Kyle because of shooting threes. Sure. And but with Kyle all Lowry's of them, age, so basically, and then three first right. round picks. You're basically giving six first round yeah. picks to LeBron James. For LeBron James. And by the way, now basketball maybe you sign into a contract, which you only have him for this year and the next year, and then he's a free agent. Who? LeBron James. Oh. Now here's the other thing. Here's, here's something interesting. The whole thing of him wanting to play with his son. Yeah. Okay. Here's my question. You're a team, and you are the Sacramento Kings, and in two years from now, you have the ninth pick in the draft. Bronny James is not a projected early first round pick he's right now he's like a four star recruit he's a good player people don't know exactly how good he's gonna be like it's he could just be like a solid play he may not be he plays a cop maybe he had to play in college for a couple years whatever but lebron has made it very clear he's he wants to play, play with his son yes. how would you consider wanting to draft his son higher than he's projected because you know you can get lebron james but only for probably a year now, and he's going to be 40. Now, I don't know much about... This is this is where it would kind of have an impact on me. Because I don't know much about like the recruits for college basketball or even high school or where... Like, who would be in here, that spot. Here. But... Oh, hold on. I would. Because... Because unless it's, like, somebody who you're, like, you can't pass up on that guy. But at nine, I don't know. It's, like, who's going to – like, by that point, the top whatever picks are gone. So you got to think. Bronny goes to that team. You get LeBron. He's going to learn so much in that year. And I just feel like getting him that exposure, because you're probably going to make the playoffs, and getting Bronny that playoff experience. Like, 
any experience that he gets inside the NBA, I feel like it's very similar to like even like LaMelo Ball, where he got experience in Europe, but he also got experience because his brother was there first, and he got to like kind of see his yep. brother there, and I don't know, like experience is a big thing, which is why I think we just said for those three players that would have been traded like in that deal, Sorry. experience. No, your friend, experience plays a big fucking role in that. I agree. I think that's what he would provide. My thing, though, about trading and getting Bronny, though, now, is just because... Trading. Sorry, I'm sorry. If you get Bronny, my only thing, though, with it is because I'm like, yeah, but is it, if I make the playoffs with LeBron James his first year, I'm thinking if I'm drafting Bronny... It's because I want LeBron and I want to go win a title, not make the playoffs. And that's where I'm yeah. like, I'd rather almost go yeah. take a guy like that could develop into a Donovan Mitchell, who was like a 13th overall pick, or Jokic, who was a second round pick. So it's yeah. like players like I'd almost rather yeah, say but you don't know that Bronny couldn't be that. No, you don't. Um, but I that would be my only thing. I'd, I would obviously depend on the class. That would be the only thing. I don't know if I'd be like a for sure like oh fuck yeah because I get him and LeBron. I don't know. Right, and but I think that's why I'm like I. It would really no, depend but, on who yeah, was no, there. No, but I, I see like, your point. Who though. would be yep, the projected? That's nine, very true. You know, mm-hmm. like it's very very true. Um, okay, so okay, yeah, okay. I'm gonna run through. You know what? I got I got some good pop culture questions I want to ask you, and then I got two. Um, I have a few questions. We're gonna do. We're gonna end the show with. I'm gonna ask you some questions that I have down here for some pop culture stuff, and then I'm gonna ask you some rapid fire questions about NFL quarterbacks and/or teams with quarterbacks, and what do you and we think that they should be doing as their next move. Okay. Okay. That's a round off our show here. Golf. We're gonna touch on, but you know what? We'll come back this week's Arnold Palmer Invitational. Rory. What about him? He's leading. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Bryson is defending champ, but he's not playing this week. So, <laughs> um, did I play? Uh, so, uh, yeah. So he, uh, so that that I suggest go watch that. I'm sure it'll be on CBS on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but the Masters are in uh, in a month. A month from now will be the Masters. Um, so anyway, okay. Here we go. Uh, I actually did one thing of pop culture news. I, it kind of sucks. I had something really good, and I forgot to write it down because I thought I'd remember, and I did not. Um, but Kim Kardashian and uh, Kanye are officially divorced. Yeah. So that was finalized uh, a couple days ago, and uh, Kanye did not show up. Do you see Kanye's new music video he came out with about the song that he referenced Pete Davidson in? Mm-mm. Gotta admit, this guy's fucking... Not happy and petty as shit, man. In his music video, he has a like kind of looks like a um, what I would call it is like a bag I've seen in a movie. If you're oh, in holes, you know, in holes, and the guy yeah. has his sunflower seeds in that kind of like yeah. bag, like that's like a um, like a yarn, it's yeah. like a whatever. A bag like that is over something, and then Kanye lifts it, and it clearly is what looks like a. Uh, paper mache of Pete Davidson's head 
and then he's like dumping stuff like on the head that clearly looks like Pete Davidson in this is it song that he's done. Is it a new song, City of Gods? I think so. And he references Pete Davidson, I think, in that song. Or maybe it's easy. I don't know what it is. I Honestly, I just yeah. know that he came out with a song that he references Pete Davidson in, and that in the music video, he clearly references Pete Davidson in a couple of times. I'm like, all right, guy, like, Pete got Davidson it. Pete Davidson's song, easy. Yeah, it's I'm like, the... I'm like, all right, guy, like, we got it. Like, God damn, like, you're upset here, but, like, she fucking left. Just get over it. She's with Pete Davidson, like, and what was why he's doing If it was, like, The Rock, he's not making a music video about The Fucking Rock. The Rock could kick his ass. He's making about, you know, Pete Davidson's, like, Pete Davidson. Just but, so I can beat Pete Davidson's ass. Who? Yeah. So, exactly. Onions! <laughs> so. Okay. Here we go. Uh, are you the person who would rather have the ball in your hands for the final shot or someone who sets up the final shot? I read that question, and my answer is I don't want to be the point guard who has to, like, either take a step back. Like, I want to be past the ball to shoot. Like, I want to catch and shoot. I don't want to – like, I'm not – in that scenario, are you saying I'm the point guard? I'm saying, correct. You are coming down the floor with the ball. Are you either taking the shot or are you distributing it to someone who will then take the shot? Not not saying you're passing up someone who's like contested because you're like, eh, and then I want like, the shot. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like you are coming yeah. down. Is it? Are you saying there's I want the shot. The if it's not there, I will pass it, but I want the shot. No, no, no. Because that's not what it is. It is literally like... Uh, then I'm taking the shot. Right. I'm not saying a scenario of like, guy comes off screen, he's wide open. You can either choose to take your shot or pass it to him. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like you're coming down the floor and you're looking to distribute the ball or you're like, nah, I'm taking the shot here. Like, I'm taking the shot. Yeah, I want to take the shot. Not like a, hey guys, a run and play X, runs the ball off and you're like... Well, it always depends on what the coach says. No, I got you. But, but I want but the shot. that's what I'm saying, though. Yes, yeah, he... Uh, I was actually in this situation when I was in middle school, and I was definitely the one who would rather pass the ball to the guy who then takes the shot. I didn't want to be the one, to, which is funny because in intermeals I felt like I just took the shots and made them. Might I add? But that's oh, Sandy text me. Sandy text me. Oh, he asked me for dinner reservations. Any nice places for dinner reservations? Um, for their anniversary. Okay. Um, all right. Would you rather uh, join a great team, but you're considered the third or fourth best player on that team, or be the star of a team and help them to try to help them build a great team? Do I, no, like championship winning in either. That is half. That would have to be the risk you'd be willing to take. Hmm. I'd rather you're, be like you're, a, like you're either Giannis or you're Kevin Durant. No, no, because Kevin yeah, Durant is the like You're Chris Bosh or you're Giannis. You join the Heat, but you're like the third man in there. But you did you did win a couple titles. But you also could be a player like Carl Malone who tried to join the Lakers, 
but he didn't end up winning a title with them. Oh. Or you try, or you're Damian Lillard, because there's a good part, right, where you're Giannis. You built the team, you got there, and you won. Or you're Damian Lillard, and like you're trying to build a team there. Obviously, he's fighting more with his management, but of which one you'd rather be? I think I... I think I would... It's tough. I know. But I think I'd do the not the solo only because I'm thinking in that scenario I'm still good and I like feeding off of others. So if I'm the solo guy, I like You're the depe- guy. I like still depending on my team. Not to say that Giannis can't... Giannis has Chris Middleton. Yep. Still no, depending he still, no, on... No, he still has other players, but right. he is the main focal point of that team. Now, I do also think, like, for instance, Frisbee, like... I do think... Like, in my mind, I'm like, I do think I could lead a team just by myself. Like... Like, yeah. I think I have that capability. No, I'm not... Yeah. But I... I would probably prefer to be like good with good players, like stars. Right. It and this is a scenario. and I would take the I'm not considered the best. Right. You you are not the top two on your team. You right. are third or fourth. Right. Yeah. I would if if you gave me a choice. It would be tough because. From me, from like a, a money and stardom standpoint, I'd be like, I'd rather be honest. You're gonna get paid the most on your team, you're gonna be recognized the most, you're like you're the guy. But knowing me, I'm okay with being on a team and I'm surrounded by great talent and I know I'm a great player as well. But I'm but ultimately in the end though for myself if you told me I could make fifty million and win two rings, or make a hundred million and win no rings, I'd rather make fifty but win. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather be Chris Bosh. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, I also I could also be, you know, James Hart or you know whatever, and be on a team where they don't win, mm-hmm. but they put a team together and you tried to win and couldn't. I would rather have tried that route than do mm-hmm. it on my own mm-hmm. and try to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, we already said. Uh, we already said the LeBron James one. Oh, would you? This is actually interesting. Would you rather be on a hit TV show or in a hit movie series? Movie. Movie. Yeah, you're gonna make the big bucks. I think yeah. you're gonna make way more money if you're on it. If you're on like a movie series, like I'm thinking, like, uh, like. Okay. What about like The Office? Or like friends. Yeah, but even like, I don't know. I I think I think like okay. Well, uh, you said movie what? Series. Like it's not like you're in one hit movie. Like you are Tom Holland. He's in three movies. Right, you I are take... uh, Jack Sparrow. You're in five. Yeah, I take the movies. You're Daniel Radcliffe. You're yeah, Harry Potter. I take the movies. Movies just feel like, especially if it's a series, it's hard to make like a good movie series. I, I agree. So. I agree. Because there's a lot of times where you watch movie number one, you watch movie two of the sequel, and you're like, this blue. Try to go for a three, and you're like, eh. The second one wasn't any better, but okay. Horrible Bosses 3. If 
Is there really? I think so. Oh. If. I will say. I think for my money side of me would say to go with a movie. The fun side and like the what I think I would actually enjoy though more is I think I'd like to be on a TV show. I think that'd be fun. If I was a part of a hit TV show series, I think that would be a lot of fun. You make more episodes with the people you're with. You spend a lot, like you kind of have a, you you spend the time between like that September. It's like a job. That September to what, like May time frame. You're with them all the time with nine years going on. Where like a movie, you do it all in one span and you're done for a while. Then you come back and do it again and you're done for a while. I like to be on a hit TV show. But you are right though. But if you're on a hit movie series, like, I mean, you can basically do one movie series and probably never make another movie again. You the only just... thing about, well, it's actually true with both. I think myself personally, I think if I could choose, I would probably, I think I'd like to be in a TV show series. The only thing I thought about that was like Daniel Radcliffe, pretty much people are only going to see him as Harry Potter. And I was like, but it's easier to transition out of TV, like a hit TV series into a movie role. The only person that hasn't been able to do that is Dwight. Yes. Jim can be somebody yeah. else. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Uh, even, well, in Friends, Jennifer Aniston did really well. Matthew Perry could even do pretty good. I don't know about... Joey. Uh, Joey, no. And even uh, Ross. Phoebe. Ross, he dabbled in some things, never really stuck. And then... Um, uh, Courtney Cox, I don't know what she was really in, but like yeah, Seinfeld, okay. Louis C. Dreyfus, she did very well, and she's in Veep, and she's done other stuff. Mm. Jerry Seinfeld, he kind of had a show, and he could kind of be himself. He yeah. didn't have to really be in any yeah, shows because he yeah. was kind of just did his own thing. Kramer, Kramer, I don't think he's really no. fucking anything else. No. <laughs> um, uh, all right, I think that was it. Oh. Yeah, that was that was yeah that was that was the rapid fire of those questions. Okay. Now, last part, we're going to have to shut us out here. NFL, we're going to talk about quarterbacks mainly. One, so one thing, two, a few things. Sorry. One, Combine starts today, yeah, you said? It's going it's on. It's going on. So, Combine's going on right now, um, which, in the end, I've not really cared a whole lot about the Combine because I'm kind of like, I'd rather, if I was a GM, I'd be like, hey, it's great, you can put up these numbers, but like, I'm more curious about what happens when you actually hit the hole. I don't care about when you're already forty, when you're running straight line forty yards. What happens when you hit the hole and how fast you accelerate when you find it and you go through it? That's what I really care about more than you running forty yards in four point two seconds. So, um, Baylor wide receiver Traquan Thornton just ran an official four point two one forty yard dash. If it holds, it'll break the record. Yeah, by point oh one. Holy shit! Jeez. Tyquan Could you imagine Thornton? S- now, I will admit, as much as the 40-yard dash, that would be something pretty cool, though, that you hold, that you ran the fastest 40-yard dash. Could you imagine if somebody breaks, like... I want to know what that looks like in person. What does it look like in person to run that fast? Yeah. That's what I'd like to see. On TV, it looks like... It's the same with basketball. When I went to a game and you sat courtside, you realize how tall those guys are. Yeah. But, like, I want to know how fast is that guy going? Yeah. He's probably hitting, like, 24 miles an hour. That's absurd. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so that's number one. Number two 
is that uh, free agency starts on March 16th. Mm. Is the official first day of NFL That's free agency that haven't been signed or that have not been um, uh, franchise tagged. Um, and Saquon Barkley is on the trade market. Yep. He's on the trading block. Uh, fourth so, rounder is what they have him as. I was about to say, what would you give up, if anything, to get Saquon? It just it sucks. But you know what, though? I don't. I didn't think when they drafted Saquon Barkley. I thought he was a great talent. He was a great running back. But it's just... Right now, you just you don't draft running backs in the top fifteen of a draft. You know, no, I think his knee injury did more than. I I think his knee injury impacted him too much. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I just, think that he is. If he did not get injured with his knee, I think you'd have been. I don't think I'd be. I don't think. I think that his pick would, would have been justified. I, don't think, I think his pick is justified. I I think it. Oh, I don't think at the time, I wouldn't. And obviously hindsight, I don't blame. I would have done the same thing as the Giants if I'm at number two. I'm probably taking. I don't know. Maybe I thought about they probably should take a quarterback, but I don't know. It's like Eli when he was he, gonna be he, done. Yeah. But but their intention was they thought they got Eli another weapon that they could be competitive. It didn't end up working out. Here's my thing though, and if I was a GM now. I there's I don't think I would take a running back unless I was in the position of the Steelers in the late round of a draft and I take like Najee Harris but I don't think I'd spend a first round pick on a running back no matter how good that they were I just don't think I would I could I would just do a running back by committee late round pick but anyway so that was the only other thing now quarterbacks okay <clears throat> roll through rap fire we're at an hour seventeen this is what's going to close out our show here before uh, we move on to next week just because there could be a lot going down next week's going to be the tenth we're going to be a week away from free agency there could be a lot going down between this weekend and next week so I'm going to run through tell me what you think stay or go what's their move and I'm going to start with the hold on what this is take one. Oh god damn it. fucking moving. We have a new fastest man. God damn. Okay. You ready? Yep. All right. Elephant in the room. Tom Brady. What about him? Is he coming back to play football, or is he done? He's done. He's done? Yep. Okay. I agree. I think Tom Brady's done. I didn't know that was the elephant. I understand what the bigger elephant is, but this is somewhat of an elephant that's out there because there is a notion, Mike Florio, thinks that Tom Brady will want to come back and will want to go play for the 49ers. Now the now just someone knows Buccaneers still have his rights, so they have to trade him. Yeah. And Bruce Arians came out openly and said, "Yeah, if Tom Brady comes back, he's a Buccaneer. He's not playing for anyone else." Yeah. Which I agree. Okay. So maybe the actual elephant in the room, Aaron Rodgers. What so. do you think is going? So Alex asked me this question last night, and I basically said, "If you gave me a hundred bucks and said, is he going to?" And, I, and then I had to make a bet on if he's going to be a Packer or not. What would you do? I said I think he's going to be a Packer. 
I said, I think he's going to stay. Part of me feels like, yeah, he's going to stay. He's either going to the Packers, or I think, or the, or the Broncos, but I, I feel like he might stay. I think, yeah. Now, I think. No, I think I just, a lot of um, it has to do with uh, Devontae. I, so that's, so we were talking about if this Devontae last night. leaves. And, and that's why I told leave. her. No, I said, he 100% is walking into the GM's office. Because, you know what? I The salary cap gets blown out of proportion because the GMs get paid to deal with the salary cap issues. They knew it was an issue when the season started. They knew what their salary cap was going to look like when the season ended. So they were working probably the whole year with their departments and whatever to figure out what the moves they're going to do. They move around some money. It just Some teams just have more of it available to spend on free agency than others. But it doesn't mean that because they're $30, $20 million over the cap that, like, Kudakuns isn't freaking out over that. He can still put a, together a good team. Aaron Rodgers is walking into that meeting and saying, what's the team going to look like that you're going to put around me? Yeah. Is Devontae Adams coming back? Yeah. Because I basically told Alex, if Devontae Adams gets franchise tagged or they don't sign him to a deal, there is no way Aaron Rodgers is as a Packer. There's just no way. No. Now, if he, they franchise tag him, maybe because they're working Cause on they a deal have him and then... or whatever. But, like, there's no way Aaron Rodgers is signing up for a season where... But I just go, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, here's... This is what I said to her last night. If you're Aaron Rodgers, here's your notion. If you go to the Broncos and you're there for three years and you make the playoffs but you don't win a Super Bowl in those three years, the narrative turns from the Packers and Aaron Rodgers can't win... Aaron Rodgers can't win a Super Bowl. They can get you there to the playoffs, but he can't. Now, it's a team sport. It's not just on the quarterback, but the quarterback is one of the more important positions in football. And, I mean, they're the head guy. But yeah. that's the thing. And I, I was like, you're in a division right now where you can get four wins and you split with the Vikings. You got five wins for sure in your own division. If you go to the Broncos, you're playing against Chargers, Raiders, and Chiefs. Oh, and yeah. two of those teams made the playoffs, and one of them was a field goal away from making the playoffs. Right. Like, it's not easy. And you're playing mile high, outside. Like, it is – you're outside Lambeau as well. But it just – No, I totally agree. It, yeah, look, I, yeah. If you just watched the AFC playoffs, right. you just you, saw you, the young, yeah. talented teams and yeah, quarterbacks that were out there. Yeah. So, It'd I – It'd be dumb to leave, I think. Yeah. I think – he will stay. I think if he was going to leave, I think that he would have told them sooner and they would have started listening to offers and would have had something going a little bit quicker. Is That's what I would think. Yeah. But maybe not. Okay. Uh, okay, next here. Matt Ryan on the trade block for the Falcons. Do you like it? Not like it. Do you think that's the move they should be making? Do they draft a quarterback? Like, they got to get. I mean, like, I feel like they're kind of one of those teams that's got. They, they're starting to rebuild. They're like kind of. It's like, like they're in I, teetering mode. I, I think if what? they can get a good quarterback, they draft a guy. Uh, they're clearly not in a space where they're shopping the free agency market. I haven't heard any buzz about them getting any quarterback. Yeah. So if they can get if they can get a quarterback, I wouldn't get rid of Ryan of Matt Ryan. I would let him retire as a Falcon. But you're definitely like you're you're drafting a quarterback or you're 
Mm-hmm. You know. But okay. I wouldn't get rid of him. Okay. Kyler Murray, Arizona Cardinals. He'll get a deal. Okay. But how much do you pay him? Not, not, not the primo. No. No. Cliff just got a, an extension, but not. Yeah. No, I'm not. I think Kyler is a good quarterback, but he complains that he's a scapegoat, and my response to that would be, you're the quarterback of an NFL football team, buddy. That kind of comes with the job. Whether you should be or not, you will be considered the scapegoat, or the. but you're also then the heralded one if you win. Like, you're the one who helped your team win. Um, I do think he will stay a, uh, an Arizona Cardinal. I just think that he just won't be one of the top paid there. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald's dad tweeted this, and I'm having a real yeah. Just everyone's ripping him on the comments about his fucking punctuation because no fucking clue what he's trying to say. I'm going to read you exactly what his dad said. Larry Fitzgerald. Trending. Yep, Larry yep, Fitzgerald's. Yep. Yeah. He's. I'm, I got it. He's spoiled, brings his Oklahoma offense to the NFL team, has to catch up great talent, period. He's never been humbled. Keep working. He's just saying that he went into a great offense at Oklahoma, and then he then gets spoiled with getting talent around Arizona. Oh, yeah, Arizona. but is, he's oh, I know. No, I know. I heard. His Oklahoma offense, oh, yeah. the NFL team has to catch up great talent. He's never been humbled. Keep working. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he definitely Bob, spoke Siri. He spoke into Siri. Tweeted it though. Yeah. Um, okay. Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson. He gone. Oh, you think he's gone? Yeah. Yeah. Because then I think Pete Carroll's gone. I feel like Seattle's gotta. I think that it, I think Seattle is should have a similar conversation that Matt Stafford did with the Lions. I think they. I think Seattle and Russell Wilson say. I think we've met our point. I think that we should both try to get a deal that works out for the both of us. You guys okay. trade me to a team I like to go to, but you guys look at the value you guys feel like you guys want from me. Get a deal. That's what I think. Okay. 49ers. Is Jimmy Garoppolo starting week one, or is Trey Lance starting week one? Sounds like they want to ship him out, right? That's their, yeah, sounds like, yeah. Which I don't know why, but sure. Get rid of the guy who brought you to the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Sure, get rid of them. Two, two other, uh, a another team would be very happy to have him. I wouldn't be. Uh, well, I mean, as a Vikings fan, with what I have, no. But like, if I was, like Panthers, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sorry. I guess I should phrase it like that. Yeah. As a Vikings fan, I'd be like, "Fuck no." I guess yeah. If I'm a Panthers fan, yeah. Um, if I was a Falcons fan, if I was like, like I don't know, I think Jimmy G is like serviceable and will get. If he's got the guy, he will get you to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, Titans. Do you stick with Ryan Tannehill or do you try to see if you can go somewhere in free agency? I think you stick with him this year. I think he. I think he pr- still has proven that he's like good. I think he's uh-huh. still proven to be good enough to to like give you a chance. I mean, they 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 
could have won that game. It, he didn't have a good game against the against the Bengals, but like they they could have won, and they then they could have gone on and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no. He still gave him a chance. He did solely blow it, but yeah, no. I I agree. I agree with you. Okay. Um, I want to make sure I had my next one here. Um, fuck, I said Titans. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. It's gonna be a combination of some other questions, but so Pittsburgh Steelers. Do they draft or stick with what they have? They draft. You or, or I mean, free agency, they can obviously still try. either. Mason you, Rudolph should not be. Or Dwayne Haskins. It's either Dwayne nope. Haskins or Mason Rudolph. You don't do any of them. I, I th- so you think they go outside higher? I, I'll put it that way. Inside higher or outside higher? You're not. You don't want either of them starting for you. So I think that they are looking for somebody else. Because you don't want them. If you start those two, you're winning five games. Yep. Um, that's with Colts. Carson Wentz. Do you think it's the right move that they're pretty openly being like, we don't want him anymore? Would you still give him another run? Okay. I mean, they gave up stuff to go get him. If you can get Russ, if you're going to just give him away for somebody else, like you said, they're already right, paying him keep him and they gave up draft capital to get him yeah keep him unless you're getting Russell Wilson alright this is going to be a tough one to answer but Deshaun Watson does he play for a team unknown in week one or is he not playing what's going on with this case it doesn't look good no, it just kind of sounds like that they're in more of the... There is a notion that Deshaun Watson is probably going to be traded somewhere this offseason because of the anticipation of the case should be resolved. But as of right now, like they're still kind of working through the paperwork of it to get it resolved. He's not going to be going... He will probably play week one. He's not going to the Supreme Court or to or to state law. At this point, it's being handled within lawyers and getting yeah. it situated. It's not like he's going to He'll be, go somewhere. He's not then, going to prison. Yeah. He's not going to jail. He'll, he'll go and he's not going to be Texan. So. Yeah, he's... I think... Yeah, I, he's playing for someone week one. Uh, it's just not the Texans. Washington? But he's playing for... Yeah, he's playing for someone week one. Um... And then I want to make sure I asked you. Oh, okay. Last one, then we're done. Buccaneers. Stay with what you got, outside hire. What they got is Blaine Gabbert or Kyle Trask. <laughs> Maybe Kyle Trask because he was a gunslinger, and that's what Bruce Arians likes. But if you're not going Kyle Trask, you're not going Blaine Gabbert. You're going Kyle Trask or you're trying to shop. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. It's, uh, I even look at, I could ask you more questions. This quarterback, <laughs> and, and by the way, there is also the, which I also do believe, once Aaron Rodgers decides what he's doing, then we'll see the dominoes fall dominoes what the other crumble. teams are going to yeah. do. The Broncos are not going to give up first-round picks for Russell Wilson if they can get the back-to-back MVP. Yeah. Or any other quarterback that's out there. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers are going to give up a a draft pick to go get Carson Wentz 
if they can give a draft picks to go get Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah. But all right, that's all I got. Next week we will have plenty of stuff, but yeah, it'll be the week the couple going, days before Selection Sunday. Before Selection Sunday, but uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, we're gonna be getting closer to the ends of NHL NBA yeah. season. We'll talk about who we maybe kind of like, what's kind of going on. Maybe have some stuff next week on LaMelo Ball because his dad warned him about girls and money and uh, getting girl pregnant. LaMelo might have got a girl pregnant. Yeah, so we'll see. But Talk about next week. Okay. It's a teaser. Even for me. But, all right. Uh, All right, thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.